The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Mafia just said in the break, bro, what's with the Lugs? You got like, I mean, it's Lug City over here. I said, listen, Mafia, I've been under a tremendous strain the last couple of days with all this technology and all this change this wire, move that, lift this, pull back, move forward, move that line, cross that line, put those two lines together. And then at some point you just break down and have to start snapping tubes. I mean, like, you know what I mean? There has to be, like, at some point, the five-footer has to come out, and you have to, you know, prioritize what what you got going on here. All that technology makes me dizzy, and then you snap tubes, and then the next thing you know, you got, you know, throat rockets. You got Luge City, like the Olympics, uh, on the Luge, but with the Luge. And Mafia's like, you sound terrible. I'm like, thank you. And he's like, no problem. And then Kreider scored, and everybody was friends again. It's one-to-one as the Rangers tie it up in Vegas at T-Mobile. Kreider from the right circle with a ripper, and it went off the glove of the goalie and into the back of the net, and they're knotted up in Sin City. I'm not going to hub you to baby. And uh, today on Coast to Coast, I said one thing when I talked about that game. I said, I'll take the Rangers because Kreider's a badass. You remember when I said that? I said, listen, I'm taking the Rangers because Kreider's a badass. And then he scores the equalizer. Of course I remember it because you hate my team so much that anytime you actually give them credit, I'm going to remember that for all time. I mean, Kreider is. He's one of these guys, you know, he's not the he's not the flashiest guy. He's kind of the, the gritty, like, blue line, you know, blue uh, collar type of guy. Just works his butt off, gets it done. He'll beat you up or put it in the net. He's just going to fight hard. You know, came, kind of came up right after, you know, the Rangers had like Dubinsky and Boyle and those guys, like I loved when they played with them because that was the kind of, you know, they, they'll punch you in the face or put it in the net. Either one works for them and then it's a good, good day. So I like that, you know, he came up right after those guys, has had the same, you know, kind of playing style, has stayed in New York the whole career and doesn't get caught up in the BS of the press or, you know, chirping at guys. He just goes there, plays and does his job every game. You know, uh, I told you he reminds me of Kevin Stevens and uh, John LeClaire, even Lindros, a, a little smaller than Lindros, but I just think he's such a banger and he's he's got stones and he goes to the, you know, the greasy spots, uh, the danger. He, he, you know, he'll camp out without a tent. And he'll go in front of the house and, and you know, 
he'll get it done. He'll cook hot dogs on the porch. Uh, he's not afraid to stand there and take the abuse and, and finish. Uh, you know, a power play specialist in terms of goals and uh, just a fantastic goal there to tie this great game up 1-1. You knew this game was going to be good tonight. There's no doubt about it. Look, uh, I don't hate the Rangers. I hate the Islanders. And uh, I've always hated the Islanders. They've beaten the Penguins so many times in the playoffs. I don't care if they beat them in the regular season. Uh, the Penguins usually kick the Islanders' ass in the regular season. It's the playoffs that they've owned us over time, over decades. Uh, just, you know, multiple, you know, seven-game playoff series losses. Uh, David Volick comes to mind. Just endless disappointments. Uh, just a couple years ago, the sweep. It makes me sick to my stomach, but I don't have that same kind of vengeance for your Rangers. Um, I won't deny I've gone on to a lot more uh, devil games over the years than um, Ranger games because well, yeah, I guess, things are cheaper. Uh, you know the well, and they you know they won three Stanley Cups and, and they were an exciting uh, team and and commodity in. Uh, you know, New York City to have the Devils playing and winning cups. Uh, it was a good brand of hockey when Lou was running uh, the Devils, and then he went to the island. Now he's running the Islanders. But I don't hate the uh, Rangers. I respect uh, Zabinajad, the Iranian leader, and I think he's a great hockey player. I think, um, you know, I've always told you I love Kreider. I, I respect talent. Um, I, I, there's so many guys uh, the bread man I love, and, and I always liked King Henrik. I always wanted to beat him when the Penguins played him, and uh, we've had many wars, uh, but it, it is what it is. I'm a Penguin fan uh, through and through for life. Uh, I love the Penguins more than uh, oxygen and water and my family. I love my family to death. I really do. I love them dearly, but I love the Penguins more, as, as everyone knows. I got 56 uh, years love affair with them, and they're my lover. And I love, uh, see, I went, we went to the game. I spent 400 on tickets to see him play the Sabres, uh, of all things. That's when you know you're sick in the head when you pay that kind of money to watch the Buffalo Sabres play without Jack Eichel uh, against the Penguins in Pittsburgh. But look, uh, I think the Rangers, like, I could, I could support them in the, like, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. If, if the Penguins get eliminated, I would, I would watch the Rangers and, and root for them uh, well before the Islanders. I can guarantee you that, you know, I hate the Islanders. I mean, I hate the, I hate Carver high, uh, you know, during a hockey <laughs> season, I hate him. I hate them. And uh, I hate everyone that has anything to do with them. All their fans. Whenever I have somebody tell me they're an Islander fan in my life or in business or in, in media, TV, radio, I just immediately uh, hate them. Forever. Forever. Like, once I know you're an Islander fan, I hate you forever. And uh, if you don't like the Penguins, screw you. I wear Penguins jackets and hoodies and everything all over uh, where I live, and everybody gives me the finger. I love being the bad guy. It's Pharrell on the bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the winning edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. Mafia is absolutely perplexed and livid. He's dyspeptic, distraught, terse, out of hand. He's He's got agita. Tell him what happened, Mafia, that made you so hostile. I mean, there's obviously a conspiracy going on here with the NHL to, to let the Vegas Golden Knights get back to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, Stone here, the obvious, turns his skate. To put the puck in the net, they got a like a three on one, kind of three on two coming down. They pass it back and forth. They pass it back to Stone, and he's coming right across the crease. Doesn't have time to get a stick down. So what does he do? Completely turns his skate, so it deflects off his skate and into the net. And these idiots in stripes leave it. They they throw it back to New York, and they actually let the goal stand. It's just an atrocity. I mean, you can't tell me this isn't one of those. Okay, they say you know, go off the skate as long as it's not intentional. You have to flat out kick it in because he obviously turns the skate to deflect it in. There is no doubt about it. He turns the skate so that it goes off and in the net. That's not a stop. That's not him avoiding anything. That's him opening his foot so the puck goes off his skate and in the net. So if they were in New York, it would have been disallowed. But because it was in Vegas, uh, it stands. Last night, Crosby had a goal uh, that they were trying to, you know, uh, yank off the board. and, you know, the Blues uh, questioned it. And they, they aren't doing that to Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh at PPG. The goal stood. If they were in St. Louis, it wouldn't have been a goal. I think that is a homerized milk toast call. I think you're right. He definitely uh, redirected it like Jan Stenerud kicking a field goal for the Chiefs back in the day uh, with that toe jam goal. He clearly kicked it in. And uh, he meant to, and he got away with it because, uh, as always, simply, the NHL refs are hair dryer city. I mean, they are hair dryer city. They constantly ruin games. But I got to tell you, if I'm going to pick, uh, you know, refs that I don't have a real problem with, it's the NHL. Uh, I think baseball is bad. I think uh, the NFL is a joke, and I think. Uh, The NBA is disastrous. I mean, uh, the calls that I see in the NBA and the texts they dish out for no reason, uh, the moodiness, the touchiness, they're not, uh, you're not even able to look at them, let alone talk to them. Uh, The power tripping that goes on. Uh, The NFL knows they have all the power. They don't have to have like an attitude thing going with the players. They just throw the flags and they're going to, they're going to call the, penalty no matter whether you like it or not in the nba there's attitude there's who do you think you are to look at me that way 
Don't you know who I am? Like, you remember Scott Foster? I, I can't tell you how many bad refs I think there are. And they say they're the best refs in the world. I'd hate to see the average ones or bad ones because I've always thought they were a joke. The other night I saw, because of COVID, they had a bunch of G League refs uh, doing the game. And they had a bunch of women doing the game. And they actually were better than the refs that do it every night that uh, have COVID and can't ref right now. The replacement refs were actually letting them ball. And, you know, when I pay, you know, three to $500 to go to an NBA game and sit in the bowl at the garden, whatever, because it's, it's more than that. It's probably like 750 bucks to go to a Nick game and have decent seats. Uh, I don't want to spend my night uh, watching the refs become the story. I want to watch the players play. Like tonight's game was magnificent, and you get that uh, last second three by Barrett to win the game. You're down 25 in that game. You win that game. That was crazy. I want to see that, the players going off, performing uh, their craft. I don't care about refs and umpires. I got to tell you that uh, Tony Ceriti, the guy in the NFL, that old guy, uh, I know everybody thinks he's wonderful. Every time I watch that crew of his do an NFL game, it's just a it's a landfill of disaster. I mean, it is a disaster. The amount of flags they throw and the calls they make are uh, beyond me. I can't even explain it anymore. I've gone to multiple games with that guy and his crew repping, and it it literally takes all day to get through their thick amount of BS. I mean, the bad calls are just dripping. They're dripping. There's so many of them dripping from the, uh, you know, literally from the sky, how many bad calls they make. I can't stand that guy or his crew. I think he's awful. And you know what? I got to tell you, these guys, and I'll say it because I age discrimination. I'm old, so I'm entitled to say this. I think they're all, you know, a lot of them are just too old. Mobby, I think a lot of them are geriatric city. The, there's refs in the NFL that are so old that they can't even run or keep up with the play. In fact, I think being out there on, on the field at, at times, uh, it, it's actually dangerous for them. I don't think they're prepared uh, to be run over or hit, and, and I think they're constantly finding themselves in the way. Yeah, they're always in the way, but, I mean, there's so many of them, that's the thing. I don't think there's so much you have to keep up with the play except the one or two that actually have to run with things. Most of them are just standing there and, you know, doing it from 20 yards away. They're not exactly getting right up on there and having to run with these guys all the way 60 yards down the field on, you know, some big play. The big thing for me with that is that they change the rules so often in the NFL, and they always are great. You know, it's never black or white, which, of course, every rule is can't be you know you're going to have a lot of gray area and call of the ref but they don't define it well enough that these guys can make consistent calls even ones that go to the replay review even ones that go to new york where it's the same people making the calls for every game you can go and bounce back from game to game and the calls are not going to be the same it's just not inconsistent not the same consistency whatsoever so that's the problem is that i think the nfl leaves their rules too vague and too open to interpretation that these refs could either throw a flag on every play or let them play every play. And, you know, it all depends on who's doing it and how they feel that day. They do throw flags on every other play at the very least. I mean, when's the last time you went three plays without a flag? I mean, it just, it seems like every time there's a touchdown, all I worry about isn't the celebration and the fun of the touchdown. It's are there flags? Whenever I see a great play, I always assume there's a flag. I mean, I sat at that Steeler-Titan game and that Steeler-Raven game. I mean, there must have been 50 penalties uh, between the two games. I couldn't even believe what I was watching. It was really ugly. 
Speaking of the NFL, it's week 18. This is it. This is the final week of the regular season. Next week, we'll begin the wild cards. There's going to be playoff games on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday this year. Can you even fathom it? Can you even fathom it? Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I love it. They're spreading it around like jelly. They're going to have a Monday night wild card game. I say bring it, bring it, bring it, because we'll be on the air rocking it. When we come back, we can get into these games uh, this weekend. Uh, of course, Saturday, you got a doubleheader, and they're juicy. I'm talking about juicy fruit, son. And then uh, Sunday, all the games, uh, there's going to be scoreboard watching. Uh, there's a lot at stake in a lot of games. And then to wrap it up Sunday night, the Raiders and uh, Chargers in Vegas. And that's for a playoff spot as well. You got the Steelers. They have to win in Baltimore. They have to have the Colts lose in Jacksonville, a place they haven't won since 2014. Everyone thinks they're going to blow them out. They're favored by 15 and a hook. It's going to be easy peasy. Uh, I think the opposite. I actually believe it's going to be like the Bills losing 9-6 uh, down there to the Jags. That was inexplicable. I need an inexplicable Colts loss and a Steeler win for my fandom as a Season ticket holder of the Steelers. I love the black and gold, son. Six Super Bowl titles, son. We got it all going over here. Meanwhile, back at the homestead, Mafia's team stinks as usual. They should have beat the Bucs, but they didn't. They lose in the last waning seconds. But will they give the Bills a game? They're getting 17. It's Pharrell on a bench. We're going to... Uh, go through the litany of games. Can the Saints make it? Will the Niners make it? I mean, that Niner-Ram game is going to be another one that's going to be fantastic. So don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about it and then some, and we'll hit all these other games going on tonight on the bench. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my burger finger up. You're so money and you don't even know it. So Mafia just told me uh, he thinks uh, that, like, you know, he knows I like to have fun on the air and on TV. And uh, he, he said, you know, here's to all your fun. I don't have time for fun. He said, I'm done with your fun and, and all this fun and, and nonsense. I got I to gotta produce shows. I got to do shows. I got a million things to do. Uh, you and all your fun. What is this, fun land? And I'm like, 
I was just talking about doing a, a show with you, maybe like you know, uh, like a like a March Madness show or something. He's like, listen, I'm not having fun over here, all right? And I said, what's wrong with you? And he goes, I don't know, I'm having a baby. And I went, all right, calm down, son. And he's like, now he's fine after he, you know, had a shot of gentleman's jack in his uh, coat pocket. He keeps a little airline bottle up in the upper, you know, torso area in the pocket up by the the nipple. And he just had a little quick sifter and he's he's calmed down considerably. He's very upset, though, tonight because the Rangers continue to have goals pour in uh, your boy. Uh, Georgiev is like a French hooker tonight uh, with his legs spread. Your boy is just getting lit like a, uh, you know, honestly, like uh, didn't they just cut down all the Christmas trees and put them out by the mailbox? The the holidays are over, but your boy is getting lit like a menorah. I don't blame him, though. That second goal, obviously, we talked about with Stone kicking it in. Nothing you can do on that. The last goal, that's on the defenseman. You get one-on-one coming down the boards. You let him go inside out you on, on that. When you got him completely lined up, you just got owned. You got, you know, taken down to the woodshed and beaten like, you know, you, I, can't, I can't even say it these days. You just got beaten, and that's pathetic. They, that's a, like you like a him. Got, mule. There you go. That's a good one. I mean, you got to check him. You got to take him out. You got to put body on body. For you to get lit up on that one, it's just a terrible. It was a one-man, you know, one-on-one situation here. You got to win that battle. You can't get lit up. All right. So, uh, Mafia did say to me in the break, don't forget to do the football because you forget everything else. I'll, like, preview something. We're coming back. We'll talk NFL and get you ready for week 18. And then I, like, won't do it. And he'll be like, whatever happened to the football segment we were going to do? And then I'm like, whatever, dude. And he's like, yeah, you uh, and yours, whatever, I oughta. See, here's the problem with Mafia is that, like, I even gave him love tonight with his hockey team, and they're losing, so he blames me. He blames me. He thinks I put a bocce jinx on his hockey team tonight. That's, that's your fault. reality. You hate them, they win. All of a sudden, you like them, and they're going down. All right, so let's talk about uh, the games. Saturday, the Chiefs and Broncos, Moff. And uh, the the Chiefs, it, it was nine and a half. Now it's eleven and a half. Are you going to go to Denver and and beat them by twelve or more? Do you think? Because uh, I mean the Broncos do suck. Yeah, I mean they should. It all depends on you know. Week eighteen is always tough. You always got to see what's going on with these teams close off. I mean some of these games are probably better to wait to bet until they actually start going off and you actually see who they're playing. Sure, the Chiefs are probably going to play some guys because you know they want to lock up that number one seed possibly, but they're also you know, going to sit there and say, well, you know what? Why waste it? Why, you know, risk guys getting hurt? They've had guys go down in the season. So I don't see those guys playing the whole game. I see them at some point letting up, and you have to worry about the backdoor cover. Should they blow them out by more than that? Of course. Denver's terrible right now. Drew Lockett, a quarterback, these other guys playing. like they, Denver's packed it up. Fangio's done. But can they backdoor from some guy trying to make a name for himself before next season because they pull all their starters? Yeah. Ugh. I don't want to see the back door. I mean, uh, only when I'm listening to Led Zeppelin do I want to hear anything about the back door. Uh, so, do you buy into the Chiefs like everyone else that they're automatic? Like, a lot of people are like, I hear it all the time on national TV, sports, and, and otherwise. This guy's saying, I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still the best team. Do you believe that they're still the best team in the AFC? No, I do not. And I think we saw that last week. 
You know, you can't tell me that game was a game that they just packed it in, you know, like we're talking about them doing now. That was a big game. You're against another potential AFC playoff team. You were up big. You had them under your thumb. You could do whatever you want. And they came back. And that shows me that that defense that we've been pumping up the last, what, five, six weeks about, wow, Spags really turned them around and they're good and they're with the strength of this team now. No, they're not. They're decent. They're not great. They're not elite. They're not going to, you know, carry that team. And if they can't do it, because right now Mahomes is struggling with turnovers, and you know they're getting points, but not nearly what they were offensively, then I'm not believing in them to go all the way. I think that Cincinnati is stronger. And, you know, even though their defense isn't great, I think they're still better. I think that you know there's a number of teams. You know, Tennessee for some reason they should be fourth or fifth right now in the NFL uh, in the AFC, but they've you know hung on without Henry. Their defense is better. You know, I think there are teams in the AFC that can get them on any given night because while the defense has been stronger than usual, they're still not strong enough to carry them and shut teams down. What could be worse than a, a Titans-Packers Super Bowl? Uh, you know, if they both made it. I, I think the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. I think Rodgers is MVP and he's going to go win another ring. Uh but I, I got to tell you, I don't want to see, the, frankly, uh, the Titans in the Super Bowl. I don't think they're that good. Uh, I think um, I, I respect them. They have a good defense, good sack uh, defense. They get to the quarterback, and they got a great running attack when King Henry is healthy. But I like uh, right now the way Cincinnati's playing, Buffalo, uh, New England, uh, all of these teams, uh, you know, Kansas City. I have to put Kansas City in there. I think they're going to be involved in this. I think at this point, I still have to believe Kansas City's a, a AFC title game material. But I'm not buying the Titans, but I could be wrong about them. And if the Titans and, and Packers go to the Super Bowl in L.A., I think that'll be, uh, frankly, um, an unappealing Super Bowl. All right, um, Saturday night, uh, the Eagles at the link in Philadelphia taking on the Cowboys. I know people, uh, Sharps had got it at Dallas uh, minus three, and it was up to seven. Now it's at five. What do you think the Cowboys do against the Eagles with all their COVID problems and guys not playing? Yeah, I think the Cowboys roll them because while the Cowboys don't have a, a ton to play for either as far as they got the division, no, they want to get healthy too. I think that with all the problems that the Eagles are having with COVID, you know, we Tiriani was already being asked about rest because they can't really do anything else. They're not really going to move around much. So why risk these guys? You need them healthy. You need every your whole hands on deck for that team. You've had a great run here to get back in the playoffs, but you're still not one of the strongest or even one of the, you know the top five teams in the NFC as far as you know that you can expect to do something. You're in there. You're just sneaking in there. So you need to rest, guys. I think that they're going to play the safe. They're going to take most of their big players out and Dallas is going to just, you know, use this as a scrimmage to get better before they go into the playoffs. I think the Eagles are going to lose their first game in the playoffs as sure as I'm sitting here. I think Dallas is a good team, but I have had uh, my druthers about their offensive late. Uh, I think the Gallup injury hurt them. Uh, I think, you know, I saw him play last week against Zona and they never gave the ball uh, to uh, Pollard and Zeke. They had no rushing attack whatsoever. Uh, they weren't, you know, they got back in the game, but they lost. They have not looked sharp for weeks offensively. I think uh, defensively, uh, they're legit. They're no joke defensively. How far can. Uh, the Cowboys and Dak go in the playoffs, do you think? Deep run or middle or short? Uh, I think middle. 
I think they have a good team. I think that defense is going to carry them. You were just talking about the Chiefs and saying that their defense is okay but not good enough. That Cowboy defense is deep, you know, deep enough. I knew right now we have Parsons and COVID, so we got to see what happens with him if he's ready to go. You know, week one of the playoffs, but. Diggs picking off everybody. Parsons, you know, going all over the field like a madman, doing everything he can. That, you know, for once, the Cowboys have a defense, and it's really strong, and it's helped them because when the offense has just, you know, sputtered at times and figure, trying to figure out what they have to do with, you know, receivers out with COVID, with Zeke banged up with that knee all year off and on, you know, the defense has held up for them a lot of times. So I think that that's very strong, and they could play it a little safer and not have to go, you know, deep ball every time. Losing Gallup's going to hurt them, but I think the offense could be a little more conservative with the way the defense has played so well this year. Do you think uh, Mike McCarthy has um, gotten fat by eating uh, barbecue-style mac and cheese or just strictly uh, ribs and brisket in Dallas? Because you've uh, taken me to some of the greatest barbecue uh, spots I've ever been to in my life in Dallas, Mafia. You you took me to the, the greatest spots. Do you think Mike got fat with the mac and cheese, or, or was it just strictly the meats? Well, actually, I've read that he's a vegan, so I don't know if it... No, I'm kidding. I, I would say all of the above. I mean, you got it. If you have all that at your disposal, you know, all that incredible barbecue in Dallas, uh, why would you just choose just meats or just sides? You got to get it all involved, don't you? I, I think you do. Uh, when we come back, we'll look at Sunday's games. Mafia said he only likes... Dealing with the games as they roll. So we gave you Saturday. Now we'll give you a Sunday, the Steelers-Ravens. You got the Pats, Finns down in South FLA with all of that gorgeous hunk, hunk, hunk. Bengals, Browns, Case Keenum going for Cleveland. The Bengals uh, will not have a quarterback in the game. I'm just kidding. Packers, Lions in Detroit, Rock City. Bears, Vikings in Mini. Washington playing at Snoopy against the Giants. Colts, Jags, and Jacks. Titans, Texans, and H-Town. The Falcons host the Saints. Bills host the Jets. Niners at Rams. Seahawks at Cardinals. Panthers at Bucks at Raymond James. And then Sunday night at Allegiant in Vegas. Raiders, Chargers for the world. Knights lead the Rangers 3-1 in Vegas. It's not going well for Mafia. This is Pharrell on a bench. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's a jungle out there. So many possibilities, prospects, and probabilities. It's easy to become overwhelmed. That's where we come in. Relax. We're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench with Scott Pharrell. 
So uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, Mafia. I'm going to do it tomorrow on Coast to Coast, but I thought I'd give him a, a little uh, dabble, do you a little taste. First hits free. Um, Sammy Hagar, a legend, the Red Rocker. He, uh, I, I believe he's been named the uh, the head of tourism. Like the, the, you know, he's the he's the the main guy now in charge of Cabo San Lucas in the, you know. Baja, down there in uh, Mexico, uh, you know, uh, down by Land's End, you know, with that white Sancho Megatan look. We dance on the beach, make love in the sheath. Cabo Wabo, let me take you down. Place comes alive every night. So, anyway, um, He's been named the, like the head of tourism in Cabo. How great is that? He's got Cabo Wabo, the bar, and it's like a, it's like a little uh, bar concert venue. They have like live bands there like every night, and then they have just huge parties there. The food sucks, but the booze is, is fantastic, and the music's even better. Uh, but everybody loves Cabo San Lucas. I've been to Cabo Wabo. I've been to Cabo San Lucas. It's just Gandhi, and he's now the head of like tourism. I, I can't even fathom how cool that is. He's in his seventies, uh, still shredding. He can uh, still do it. He can still sing. He can still perform. He's awesome. I thought he was great with Van Halen, without a doubt. And I think it's really cool that he's got so much juice in Cabo San Lucas that they gave him the. Uh, title of the head. Uh, he's literally in charge of all tourism in Cabo. That's great. That's just fantastic. Your boy, Sammy Hagar. All right, Mafia. Steelers and Ravens in the Charm City at 1 o'clock. The Ravens have been reeling, and the Steelers are 8-7-1. and one. If they win and the Colts lose, the Steelers are in inexplicably. Can they handle the five spot, Baltimore's land? I still believe Huntley's going to be the quarterback and not Lamar. Yeah, I believe Huntley will be too. And I think it's, you know, if Lamar's been so magged up, you can't put him in there in a situation like this against TJ Watt and hope he doesn't get killed. Good luck with that. I think you can play Huntley, see, you know, let this guy do his thing again. I think he could actually win this game. You know, you said yourself, your Steelers are having trouble scoring touchdowns. It's probably going to come down to the kickers. You're missing your best receiver. Well, I'm going to take a chance on Huntley. Screw you, Mafia, and the horse you rode in on. Screw you. Pats and Dolphins down at Hard Rock in South FLA. New England laying a fat piece of cheese, six points to the Fins, who've had a notorious B.I.G. past of winning against the Patriots in Miami. They always seem to find a way to beat them in Miami. What do you think? I think the Pats are still going to win this. Uh, maybe the Dolphins can cover this. Uh, they play them tough there, you know. But it's all about what are they playing for. They, do they have the pride to try to really get this game going? It was a tight game the first time they played up in New England, but I think the Patriots have gotten a lot better since then. I'm, I'm not going to give them like tons of credit that everyone is acting like they're going to go back to the Super Bowl either. I don't think Mac Jones is there yet. He's had a great year, but I think he's going to win the game probably by three or four, and Miami wins, but doesn't actually win the game. Yeah, you uh, the know, cover, sorry, all of my action, all my action is posted at PharrellOnTheBench.com. 
And uh, last week, 71% of my bets hit and made people fat stacks. Bands will make her dance. Bands will make her dance. Bands will make her dance. Bengals Browns in the doggy pound. Uh, The Cleveland uh, Browns are laying six with Case Keenum at quarterback and the Bengals basically playing no one. Burrow's not playing. And at that point, they're in trouble. Yeah, Burrow's out, Mixon's out. I'm sure you know you're probably gonna take Chase out after a little while. You're not gonna risk that kid and the season he's having go down the drain for your playoff run by risking him in this you know terrible game. This is gonna be awful. Battle of the backups between Chase Keenum and I didn't even know who was the backup for the Bengals. I had to go. I'm like, is it still Jeff Driscoll? And I go look back. It's Brandon Allen apparently, who's barely played the last three years. Uh, I mean, I don't think the Browns are good either. And I think the Bengals are much better, but with them resting their guys, Keenan being a much more you know vested veteran, I'll say that they win. Thank God you got through that. I, I just you know with a game as meaningless as that, uh, I, I'm just like there's got to be cost cutting involved here. Uh, Packers Lions in Detroit, Green Bay laying three and a half. Uh, Packers win. But I'm sure you're going to rest Rodgers. You're sure you're going to rest other guys here. So I'm going to take a chance to say the Lions at least cover here. I, I think they, that hook could be the difference here. And I think the Lions get a nice little uh, going away present for their coach at the end of the season with a close game against a rival who they should get drubbed by. They were one of the best cover teams in the NFL this year, the Lions. But, you know, I'd rather win games uh, in, you know, that job being the head coach of the Lions or being uh, a player on the Lions or, you know, owning the franchise. I want to win games. I don't care about covering point spreads. We care about it because we're in the betting business. They don't care about it. They need to win games. So I don't care how many games they cover. They don't win. They don't get it done. They always seem to find a way to lose. Bears, Vikings at U.S. Bank in Minneapolis. Cousins is playing. Minnesota's laying five and a half. Yeah, many will win the game. Not that they have anything to play for, but first Fields was starting. Now he's on the COVID list. This is the swan song for Matt Nagy before he gets kicked out the door. Minnesota beats him. I know some heavies that are on the Giants getting seven to win outright at the Snoopy against Washington. Why? Aren't they starting like Jake Fromm in this game? And Glennon's out too now? You're going down to a guy you picked up off the street like three weeks ago? That's crazy to me. I'm going Washington. I think uh, Fromm, frankly, has had a better career, uh, even, you know, at at Georgia or whatever, uh, than Glennon ever had anywhere. I'll be honest with you. So let's see what the kid can do. Uh, I know a lot of Sharps are betting on him uh, to get it done. Colts, Jags, it's 15 and a half with Indy. Yeah, Colts run away with this. I don't care about the fact that they haven't won in Jacksonville forever. That team sucks. You know, Trevor Lawrence has not made them any better. Getting rid of Urban Meyer has not released any tension. They're still getting their butts kicked every week. They just want that number one pick now. Colts need this one. Jonathan Taylor up the middle all day. Titans at Texans, Tennessee land 10. They want the number one seed. They want the number one seed, but uh, they're not going to risk getting guys hurt late in that game. If they're up, they're going to pull and coast. I think the Texans come back and cover this game while the Titans still win. Look at you, Mafia. Saints, Falcons in hot town at Mercedes. New Orleans laying three and a half with Taysom Hill against Matty Ice. Rumors uh, floating again that he would uh, be the Steelers quarterback next year. Uh, No, thank you. 
I think you're better off grabbing one of these other guys we'll talk about later on, which I'll point out. But I think uh, Saints and Falcons is going to be an ugly game. Uh, the, the NFC South has been terrible this year overall, except for Tampa, and even then it's been a struggle. I'm going to take Matty Iso. Why not? You know, knock off your opponent, make sure they don't make the playoffs, which I hope they don't because, well, I've always loved Sean Payton, Drew Brees, and that team. It's ugly right now. I don't want to see them in the playoffs. Let's get them out of there. Atlanta wins. I'm with you. Jets, Bills, and below. Bills land 16. I got the Jets at 17. I'm with you, and not just because I'm a Jet fan. I think the Bills, you know, while they're a good team, their offense has struggled at times with no running game and things like that. When you, the performance that Wilson and those guys put on against Tampa last week, they should have won that game, but I'm glad they didn't because you show the improvement, but you still keep the better draft pick. I think they cover this game. Still lose. Bills are a better team, but I think they cover that 17. That's too much. So, so the Niners uh, seem to own Sean McVay, and they won the last five, I think, against the Rams. Do they do it again, getting four and a half? at SoFi in Lipstick City. Yeah, they probably do because I think they have more to play for than the Rams right now in this game. I think, you know, again, you, you got to watch out for the Rams maybe taking guys out and worrying about getting hurt later in that game, especially if they're not up. I think the 49ers need this. They have to play it the whole way. And, you know, I just mentioned your possible future quarterback. If they're going to get rid of Jimmy G, if they're going to force Lance down their throats, why not Pittsburgh take a flyer on him? That's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Seahawks getting six and a half in Zona by the time I get to racially profiled Arizona. Yeah, this one you have to wait till the game is actually getting going to see who's playing before you figure out what you're going to do because while Seahawks was great last week, Zona's a much better team, but I don't know if they're going to play you know a ton of guys here in this game. So if they start benching guys, then you got to go with you know Russell Wilson. But if you know, Cardinals have any inclination to try to win this game and you know end the uh, love affair between Wilson and Pete Carroll, then it's going to get ugly the other way. Uh, Buccaneers at Raymond James laying eight to the crappy five and eleven Panthers. Yeah, Panthers suck. Bucks, I've said they're playing everybody. I mean, that's not very many guys left on the receiving court. We still got Gronk. You might get four net back. They're going to destroy them. Chargers laying three Sunday night at the Raiders in Vegas, baby. I don't care if it's on the road. We've seen the Raiders flop there before. The Chargers are the better team. It's been a nice story for the Raiders to try to come back after everything that's gone on with, you know, Gruden, with Ruggs. But in the end, they're going to lose because that's what they do. They choke in the big games over the last 20 years. All right, uh, there you go. Mafia getting involved. All right, the Clippers are within striking distance. I was getting 12. It was 10.5 on uh, Coast to Coast today. They're down 79-73 to the Suns in the desert. That one's still on TNT. Knicks, 108-105 over to Celtics. Fournier, fornicating, getting the 41-piece tonight. 10 threes. The guy went off. Slick. Grizzlies 118.88 all over the Pistons. I was right about that, that they would rock and roll and handle the big number. Pelicans upset the Warriors 101.96. The Dubs have hit a wall all of a sudden. Now, a big night in the NHL, a lot of games. Knights lead the Rangers 3-1 going into the third here about to start. The Predators 3-0 on the Kings. I had the Predators tonight in L.A. They're in the second. Penguins win their 10th in a row, 6-2 all over the Flyers. Russ twice and Gensel twice. Rodriguez, a goal and an assist for the steaming hot Penguins. 
I hit the Wild in Boston, 3-2. to two. I hit the Sharks, 3-2 to two in Buffalo. I hit the Lightning, 4-1 to one over the Flames. I hit the Devils, 3-1 to one over the Jackets. I lost the Panthers. They lost in a shootout in Dallas, 6-5. I hit the Avs, 7-1. Coyotes burned me. I took the Blackhawks, and Arizona wins it, 6-4. Pretty solid, though, uh, Mafia. Just a couple of losses in the NHL. Let's take a look at uh, college basketball. Not a ton of activity tonight, but we had several plays rolling. Ranked-wise, USC leading Cal in Berkeley by five with 20 seconds left in the first half. Indiana rolled Ohio State. I thought the Buckeyes would win that game, and I'm a Hoosier fanatic. I went to IU. 67-51, Mike Woodson's Hoosiers getting it done at Assembly Hall. UCLA, 96-78 all over Long Beach State. And Wisconsin handles their business and covers 87-78 over Iowa. There were several other uh, games, uh, D1 style, that I can look at here and see if we can scrape a few. Loyola, Chicago by five over the Dons of San Francisco. Real quick, let me roll through these. Uh, I had Troy laying one over Coastal. They beat him by 10. Illinois uh, by 12 over Maryland. They were laying 11 and a half cover. And I hit, uh, I lost Texas San Antonio. I was laying three and a half. They lost by one. I had UAB plus one. They won by six over North Texas. I'll give you the last couple of games when we come back and wrap it up from New York. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. My buddy's a fan of yours in Vancouver, Canada, so if he hears you crystal clear, I thought I'd let you know that. Time after time, I sit and I wait for your call. Hello, is your mother there, please? Uh, she's unavailable. Can I take a message? Uh, so anyway, Louisiana Tech uh, won 64-51 over UTEP, and I covered uh, with uh, Louisiana Tech. Uh, Washington burned me with Utah, I told you. Uh, they beat them 74-68. Uh, I hit BYU. They were laying 18.5. They covered. I hit Colorado laying 1.5. They won 83-78 over Washington State. And I lost South Alabama. And how about this one? I lost Middle Tennessee by a hook against Rice. 
Uh, they lost by four. I, I was getting three and a half. Drag. I hit UAB by six over North Texas. And uh, that pretty much uh, rolls it up like a fatty. Everything else I already gave you. So uh, right now I need USC to win. And then if I can get them to win that game, up five at the half at Berkeley. If they win that game, I'll go 20 and 10. I'm sitting on a 7-3 NHL night. Uh, if I can get the Predators already up several goals on the Kings in L.A., if they win, I'll go 7-3 and three in the NHL. All I do is make people money. Go to PharrellOnTheBench.com for all my picks every play, every day. You're going to love it. Everybody's doing it. That's where the money players sleep. That's where they hang out and make their stacks. I'll see you tomorrow at 4 Eastern on Coast to Coast. For Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Good night from New York City. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.